0: Hello, I'm Mike Basella, your host for this podcast and the global community that has rallied around it. During this episode, I visited with an incredible force of positive change for the healthcare industry. And at times I was left speechless and in awe by this leader dedicated to driving cultural disruption and transformation. Sonia Rhodes is the founder of the Experience Lab, an incubator of ideas and accelerator for action. Her team of experienced catalysts use innovative experience design principles, lenses, and techniques to strategize, guide, equip, and inspire visionary healthcare executives to imagine a new. Together with their lab partners, they are intentionally designing a new future for healthcare. During our time together, which was before the coronavirus outbreak, Sonia shared her remarkable journey of building, selling, and then buying back her company how she and her team are addressing challenges in the healthcare industry and how all of us can be participating in designing a new and healthier future, a future with patients included. I can't wait for you to meet and hear from Sonia. It is because of pioneers like her, I remain confident we can in fact positively impact and reimagine the healthcare industry and the lives it serves. Sonia, welcome to our podcast, being recorded at Halo Creative Labs, located inside of Angel MD's headquarters here at Catalyst, our healthcare innovation campus in downtown Denver.
1: Thanks, Mike. It's fantastic to be with you today.
0: Well, Sonia, I'm fired up to spend some time with you today and for our community to get to know you. When we first connected, I immediately knew a podcast episode with you would be a spirited one. Well, here we are, and it is go time. Today, we're going to discuss all the wonderful work you and the team are accomplishing at the Experience Lab and how you are healing and transforming healthcare from the inside out. But before we dive into your inspiring work and mission, a bit of housekeeping. For our audience, while listening to any of our episodes, please make sure to join our online community at passionatepioneers.com in order to share feedback and ideas with our guests and interact with the entire community. And lastly, please take a moment to nominate other passionate pioneers for a future episode via our guest nomination form link, as well as subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli on iTunes or Spotify, or click the link at the bottom of the episode notes. All right, Sonia, it's almost time to hear how the Experience Lab is intentionally designing a new future for health by doing it together. But first, let's take a moment to break the ice a bit so our community can get to know you. I'm going to randomly select one of the three questions. And okay, one thing that you love to do outside of your work at the Experience Lab.
1: Well, I have to admit, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I absolutely love what I do. So the realm of experience is kind of not only at the heart of work, but it's at the heart of my life. And I love taking in any new experience or any live Performance that can be theater, dance, music, whatever it might be, where I get to bask in the gifts that other human bring, beings bring to life. That's truly inspiring for me.
0: So, are you more of a concert goer? Like, if you had to go to one live event, what would it be?
1: Okay. If I had to go to one live event, it would probably be theater. I like being immersed in another realm and taken somewhere else just when the lights go down.
0: So I've never done anything in New York, like, you know, Broadway or anything like that. Have you ever done anything of that nature?
1: I am in New York quite frequently. And so, yes, I every single time I go take advantage of Broadway or off Broadway. And I have to say, if you haven't seen um, a show called American Utopia, David Byrne from The Talking Heads that is bringing music and theater to life in a new way, I highly recommend it.
0: You had me at Talking Heads.
1: I know, right? It's amazing.
0: So tell me more about that. So David Byrne is bringing music to the theater?
1: Yes. So it's called American Utopia. And if you're like me and you love the talking heads, the narrative of his music has been brought to life um, on the stage with 12 musicians. There's nothing else on the stage but 12 musicians and a, a French chain curtain. And uh, they remind us of the hope and possibility that our world affords us. And I would say every single person in the audience floats out believing that we can be more for the world.
0: Wow. That's cool. I'm a big David Byrne fan myself. So noted next time I'm in New York, we're going to have to hit that up. So thank you for sharing that, Sonia.
1: My pleasure.
0: Well, we have a lot to cover today. Your journey in healthcare is a long one and an incredibly exciting one. The stories that I've learned from you, the experiences that you've had are truly inspiring. And what you are doing at the Experience Lab is exactly what we need right now. But of course, yeah, I know you've been running the Experience Lab for a little over four years and you just don't come up with the Experience Lab overnight. Let's go back a bit, Sonia. How did you become the CEO, the founder of this movement that is the Experience Lab? How did it come into focus? What did your previous experience kind of draw and inform and shape what you created with the experience. lab. Take us back a bit.
1: Well, for me, it goes back to the beginning. I've worked in healthcare for 30 years. My entire career and work life has always been healthcare. And initially, I was focused on the the front door of our healthcare organizations, kind of bringing brand and marketing, creating those connection points um, for making it easier for people to access information on their healing journey. And and my kids laugh at me that, that I started Working before the internet, and like you've got to be kidding me! You're that old. Um, but really, you know, in those days, we had to make it easy for people to access physicians' care information, and so I started out creating those early healthcare contact centers and call centers, and then that transitioned to nurse advice centers, and how people 24 hours a day would have right at their fingertips an expert to be a good guide for their caring experience. Out of that, then of course, our, our um, internet world came to life, and we created those websites and narratives those with calls to make all of that again easier for people to navigate the complexities of our healthcare organizations. Um, and I, I've loved I loved all of that. I've loved everything I ever did in my career. But it was a interestingly a personal emergent healthcare experience almost 20 years ago that that not only changed my life but um, changed my career trajectory. I, I don't know, Mike, if you've had one of these, but I got one of those calls at 5 a.m. in the morning telling me that my dad was being emergently transported to the hospital and that I needed to get there right away. And if you've had one of those calls or you've made one of those drives after one of those calls, you know, the feeling, you know, all that stuff that's swirling through your head and who's taking care of him and what's going on. And, um, and the only real fortunate piece for me, the saving grace in that moment was my dad was headed to our flagship hospital. I worked at an incredible healthcare organization and I thought, yes, if something's going to happen, he's going to be here. And, um, you know, we spent eight days, uh, multiple surgeries, hundreds of caregivers and, and human beings in and out of his room and we experienced it all. And thankfully, they saved my dad's life, you know everything needed to to ensure that he was able to to walk out of that healthcare organization. But to be honest, those eight days changed my life forever. Um, The clinical skills, the technical expertise, they were pretty incredible and exactly what my dad needed. Um, But the human side of our healthcare experience wasn't. And I was pretty shocked, you know, having spent a lot of my time in this organization. I just hadn't seen that side of the experience. And and those scars are kind of hard to to heal. And it became an obsession for me. There was this kind of lack of dignity, lack of empathy, lack of humanity. Um, And I set my sights on doing everything I can to make healthcare better for people in every way. Not only our clinical and our technical expertise, but how could we create a better healthcare experience for my dad, for everyone's dad, and for everyone's someone.
0: Thank you for sharing that personal story, Sonia. It really gives perspective of how you shaped what is now the experience lab. But, you know, let's just kind of cut to the chase a bit. There are a lot of people that will go through an experience that you just described with a loved one. And then they, yes, they have ideas of, oh my gosh, it could be better here, it could be better there. They need to do this differently. And then you have all these ideas, but so many. Don't turn it into action. How did you go from that experience, that visceral experience with your family to turning it into a national movement that is now the Experience Lab?
1: Well, I was fortunate to work for a progressive healthcare system with a new CEO at the time who also very wholehearted, really eager to be something more for the industry and for our communities. And so, um, I was given the greatest gift, um, I think I've ever been given in my life in terms of this career, which was to help the organization design a better culture and a better experience. And, you know, this was in like 2000. So it wasn't like there were even books or, or places to go, conferences on, you know, make a better experience in 10 steps. There just wasn't that. So we had to head outside of our industry. And I got to, to lead a a transformative expedition, if you will, to other industries, other organizations, to understand how they were creating a better experience. I really thought I was going out there to create a better patient experience. We went out, like, how do they create better experience for their customers and their consumers? And it sounds a little cliche now, but this was 20 years ago. And so, yes, we went to Ritz-Carlton and Disney and Southwest and studied, you know, process transformation from GE and, and, and the like. Those folks that we could learn from. And we had this great lesson, though, along the way was while we were aiming to create a better experience for our patients, um, we learned that we had to flip that model inside out, that we wouldn't be able to create a better experience for our patients we didn't start first by creating a better experience for our team members inside this organization. And so we um, ultimately were able to enlist, equip, engage 18,000 team members across um, you know dozens and dozens of front doors of this organization, hospitals and medical clinics across a region to become experienced designers, architects of their own experience and the experience we created for everyone that we came in touch with. We were able to help folks understand that to be a designer of experiences was to be a memory maker, that healthcare experiences are the kind of memories that are made and kept with us for the rest of our lives, and and that we have the chance to to intentionally design a better experience, even in the tough times, and especially in the tough times. Um, so, so it was an incredible, exciting, um, and energizing time, I would say, in my career. I got to do that for about a dozen years. Um, along the way we were recognized by um the country, uh, with the nation's highest award and accolade for organizational excellence, the Malcolm Baldrige Award. That award opened the doors for people from across the globe to come study. How was it that we've been able to, um, excite and ignite so many people in creating those in the moment experiences that, that mattered? Um, and it was that that kind of took me out of a healthcare system and into what became the Experience Lab. I started my own solo practice to help other large integrated healthcare systems design uh, and bring to life their culture and experience. And, and that's what uh, then afforded me the opportunity to start this venture, the Experience Lab, to, to begin to spread and share more widely what we've learned and discovered along the way.
0: And so what year was that? Give the audience a little bit of a context of when that started.
1: Um, that in, in 2016, I had an opportunity to start a new venture as part of a longstanding healthcare organization uh, to bring the, you know, to, to figure out what the industry might need more of. And, and I got to bring together a really wonderful and eclectic group of experts, experienced designers from inside and outside of the industry, uh, to kind of think about, well, what could we do for just a few of us with this? Skill set and a four thousand healthcare systems, uh, hospitals and healthcare systems. How might we be able to to make our dent in the universe in the way that we want to? And um, so, so four years ago, we we got to create this little baby startup, and um, and then flip every model we could. You know, we do not see ourselves as a consulting business or practice. I sat in the seat of healthcare executives. I know what that can feel like. Um, we see ourselves as catalysts and partners and guides for healthcare leaders to uh, courageously bring their bravest ideas to their organization. We create that safe space for them to learn and grow and design. Um, but but we're not a place um, that's going to give you all the answers. It's not a checklist. You can't outsource this love. It's, it's the support with principles and methods and tools and then real world experiences way out beyond the front doors of healthcare and into our world of experience to be able to extract, adapt, and apply that uniquely into organizations. So four years ago, we launched the experience lab um we we got interestingly sw- kind of swirled up into a a uh, acquisition and merger and um and i bought our little company back just about 4 months ago and we are officially back to our own stand up in the universe
0: well congratulations that is a heck of a journey to be able to start sell and then buy back so <laughs> congratulations just on that alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Nothing my not-for-profit healthcare career really ever prepared me for, but there are lessons to be learned every day.
0: Well, such is life as an entrepreneur. You know, one thing I love that within your website, it says the following, Sonia, the Experience Lab is home to the first ever national experience transformation collaborative, partnering with visionary healthcare systems and executives to imagine, design, and bring to life a new kind of healthcare experience for team members, providers, patients and guests. Coach us up a little bit. What does that mean? Share with our audience. Why is this needed now than more than I think we've probably have ever seen in our industry?
1: Oh, my gosh. Great question. There are two things that you, you just asked there. One is kind of this list of who, right, for our team members, our providers, our patients, and guests. And I think it's important for us to, to, to kind of push it, put a spotlight on that for a moment. And that is, we call it lovingly Big E Experience, capital E Experience, underline E, the experience of everyone because everyone's experience matters. And so at the heart of our work is is understanding that this realm of experience design is Is a big, beautiful blank canvas for us in healthcare, and we're not fully focused on the end experience, our patients' experience. Yes, we design those, and we start by creating a better experience for those team members and providers, so that we can equip and enlist them to to have them be the designers of the experiences for their patients and uh, and guests. So that's kind of at the heart, and then why a national uh, collaborative? Why bring healthcare systems together on this journey? For me, it's it's kind of twofold and then it's revealed so much more. First, um, I just knew that we weren't a big enough enterprise to be able to make the kind of difference that I'd wanna make across this industry. I mean, the reality is my parents get their care in another city and you know, in a healthcare system that I might not have spent time in. And it's so frustrating to 20 years later take mom or dad into a healthcare facility and just think, gosh, they're not doing any of what we know is possible. And um, so I want to have the broadest impact. And so one at a time going door to door is not going to do it. And I had to think about how might we be able to, to, to share the principles and spread what we've learned more rapidly and ideally more successfully. So um, in, in having a bit of a think tank with other healthcare executives, we uh, devised this idea that we could create the collaborative and six healthcare systems, usually quite large uh, healthcare systems, come together for a year-long immersive journey into the realm of experience. And along the way, they learn our themes and principles of experience design. They actually interact with um Sixty or more experienced experts or, or exemplars folks from all over the world that we bring in. We travel the country together, and um, for us, it was kind of this efficiency, right? How could we bring everybody together and learn together? But there was something else we we felt might come from this that there would be a magic of different kinds of healthcare systems and leaders coming together in a um, in a collaborative approach to making healthcare better that they could share with each other, the, the, um, the lessons that they've had on the journey and that they could also feel like they have a new, it's almost like having a support group across the industry, if that makes sense.
0: That makes perfect sense. And, you know, one thing that I want to do with this discussion is share a little bit with our community the phone call that you and I had recently. And I want to talk a little bit about that the big elephant in the room right now in our industry. And I want you to share, because I really learned a lot from you, Sonia, I want you to share the elegant pushback that you (laughs) shared with me on that last phone call. And I said, Sonia, let's talk a little bit about, you know, and I don't even want to just say physician burnout, but just burnout in general in our industry And you had an awesome coaching lesson for me. And I want you to share a little bit about your thinking at the Experience Lab around this kind of hot topic that is so discussed all over the place now because what I want to do is I want to take this learning lesson from you and within our online community at PassionatePioneers.com, I want our community to talk about it. I think it is incredibly important. I think what I learned from you was very salient. So why don't you share with us a little bit about that elephant in the room and how you view it at the Experience Lab and how we as an industry should be viewing
1: it? Oh, thank you for asking. And it's a a topic I'm passionate about. There is something interesting that happens in Our industry and probably any industry, burnout is something that is talked about everywhere. And physician burnout in particular, caregiver burnout, healthcare burnout. And the more we talk about it, the more it's hardwired into who we are as an industry. And we are not, the experience lab is not here to mitigate burnout. We are here to equip and help organizations design a more joyful experience. And if your focus is mitigating burnout, you're on a downward spiral. If your focus is designing more meaning, more memorable experiences, more joy in your organizations. It's a very different process. You know, a lot of folks ask us. You know, what do you mean by experience design? And 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 um, we're trying to make a better experience. You know, we often say, you know, we're not aiming for a better experience. We're aiming for a distinctly a, a, an experience with intention. So organizations that know they want an experience that feels different. They want an experience where someone. Um, knows they're um, the only person there. Whatever it might be, experiences are about the feeling that is imparted. And when we talk about burnout, it takes us all. I mean, people's bodies kind of slump when they hear the word burnout. And then there's a burnout committee. Who wants to be on a burnout committee? You want to be on a vision joy committee? You want to be on a you know change the world committee? Absolutely. But to be on a burnout committee, I mean, right then and there, it's it's already hard. I think that it really hit me. Language matters. The words we use matter for everyone in our organizations. And so we have to think about what words help and heal, what words might hurt or hinder, and burnout, I think, is a hindering word. And we were with a medical school recently talking to first-years, first-years in medical school. They spent their whole learning time in their life to get to this point, and we're in conversation with these young medical students, and they describe themselves as burned out. Wow. And Mike, my heart just sank, and I thought, how does this happen? And I said, where did you get that word? Like, where did you hear that? Like, how does that, how do you know about that? And they said, well, we hear it every day from from our teachers, from our instructors, from our colleagues. They talk about how burned out they are. And I think if we're teaching it in, then what are we going to be in the future? We have an opportunity to teach something else in and to awaken something else.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Sonia. what are some things? So again, within PassionatePioneers.com, we're going to light up a conversation with this episode around this topic. And I want everybody's input. This is a very important matter to me and, and to many leaders in our industry. Are there any other things that we should be thinking about? Because you're spot on in regards that words matter. As a matter of fact, it reminds me of episode two with Dr. Benjamin Miller, the chief strategy officer at of wellbeing trust. He said the same exact thing when he was talking about the mental well being of our country, that word choice matters, language matters. What are some of the tactical things that we as industry leaders can be doing around this topic?
1: Well, it's interesting. You know, we use four themes in the Experience Lab: how to lab, how to lead for a new kind of experience, set that clarity of intention, connect our dots, and orchestrate a whole. Looking, which is about how to use all our senses to to notice what has kind of become um, sort of something we become blind to. Uh, to living, which is about bringing new life and new ideas to life, and loving, which is about expanding our circles of compassion and empathy. But when I think about this and that question, it's that looking discipline. It's about using our senses. And at the heart of that is a skill we call noticing. And I know that sounds super basic. It is about intentionally noticing. Noticing the words that we're using, whether they're in writing or in our lexicon, notice that an organization does have a lexicon, each one very different. And what words and terms are we um, allowing to continue to be sort of the connected tissue of the experiences that we create and how might we intentionally shift that. We work with a, a wonderful large academic healthcare system on the West Coast that that, that clarity of experience intention is, is growing up everybody's skill set around that. And they actually had a retirement party for certain words and terms. And so everyone got to inform that list. You know, what does not help us become what we want to become from an experience perspective? Those words and phrases were created and they were retired. They, you know, so now when you join that organization from day one, you're learning a more hopeful, a more human lexicon and we're eliminating um, words that don't help us. So I know that's kind of at the basic level, but those basics are what help us create something uh, truly transformative.
0: I love the retirement party idea. That is brilliant. It's so fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Good stuff. I'm glad you really, you know, brought in some real world examples as well of, of how people are practicing this. So so thank you for that, Sonia. Again, this is a, a topic that I'm very passionate about. You know, I get, to, I, I see it with my own friends and colleagues that are on the front lines of care uh, that are some of those front lines administrators and, and are taking a heavy burden in the industry. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing kind of your perspective and what you're seeing and in, the, in the marketplace and how we can continue to move forward and, and really confront this. So thank you for that. Now, Sonia, we're going to, we're going to now start looking a little, little future state here. Uh, you know, I know you've, uh, you built, you sold, you bought back and now it's, now it's the next kind of phase and next growth of, of this wonderful company. That is the experience lab. Where do you and your team members see the experience lab within the new, you know, the next two to three or three to five years. And where do you also see the industry along with that?
1: So for the experience lab right now, we're trying to, um, grow the mechanism and method by which healthcare leaders can access this, this information. How can they come together, gather with others, and and um, have what they need to create their own unique and distinctive experiences in their organization. The uh, Experience uh, Collab is, is launching next week, so the National Collaborative for Experience Transformation, we call it Inside Out, happens next week with uh, a number of incredible healthcare systems, and we've also created a way for folks that can't maybe come spend a year in deep study to have access to the content. Um, we we have an entire body of pushed content that we deliver, and it's not your traditional newsletter. Um, it is instead a, a steady heartbeat and rhythm of the principles of experience transformation every week, every month, every quarter. And that's a combination of curated content, podcasts like this, playlists, um, um, music, articles, you know, the provocative outside of industry lens that comes into the inbox every single week as aligned to our 12 principles. And then we created, we think it might be the only um, action kit for healthcare experience design. It's like a stitch fix or trunk club every single month an action kit arrives to healthcare experience leaders, um, doorstep. And in that are action guides for bringing to life, um, these experience methods, uh, curated curiosities, artful elements because we believe in, 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 healthcare being more beautiful and a rapid way for, for leaders to be able to spread and share. So we've got kind of that virtual way for folks to engage with us. We also host, um, different kinds of gathering we i'm uh, obsessed with the power of ideas to to change a change a life or a community and so we love to bring the unexpected the avant-garde into healthcare. and we host uh, an event called stir where we'll bring dozens of artists and scientists and thinkers to to positively provoke us to think differently and then um you know we're um We've also learned so much from the National Collaborative that new discovery labs are coming out of that. How We partner with a sound alchemist. How do you transform the soundscape of healthcare? We're working with technologists to kind of adapt that Disney magic band uh, experience technologically because we know that it's not just about a technology that's going to solve our experiences. The human endeavor has to be there. So it's kind of how do we take the discoveries from the co and now um, bring those to life across the industry as well. Wow.
0: So, how can uh, the community find out all of these amazing initiatives that you're you're standing up and that you're accelerating with the Experience Lab? Where can everybody find you online?
1: So, the two best ways: one is I'm an open book. Just email me Sonia S O N I A at t a t e x p l a b dot com. That's short for the Experience Lab, so the lab dot com, or our website is dot com. And we would love to connect with anyone else passionate about making the healthcare experience the best it could be. And we'll
0: also be leaving those contact points in the episode notes for your uh, podcast episode here as well, Sonia. And of course, inside of passionatepioneers.com, we'll be inviting you and your team members into the community. So then everybody can just directly engage with you within passionatepioneers.com. So do be on the lookout for your own invite here shortly as well
1: fantastic
0: so let's talk a little bit now in regards to how the community can also help you and your team in all the wonderful things that you guys are experiencing bringing to the communities around our country and 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 the industries that are serving those communities give us one problem need or question that you currently have that the passionate pioneers community can be helping with
1: Oh, thank you. Oh, how fabulous. Well, you know, from my perspective, there's never been a better time than right now for healthcare leaders and organizations to take a stand, to commit to creating a more human, more joyful healthcare experience for everyone. Um, and too frequently, we hear, that's um, not the right time. It's not a top priority. Um, and, and that's a hard thing to hear, you know, what do you mean it's not the right time to make your culture and your experience better? Uh, because the reality is for those who do choose to focus on their culture and experience, we know that every other measure metric and priority gets better experience and culture, is the WD 40 for healthcare. So what we're trying to figure out is how can we help more leaders and more organizations say yes to intentionally designing an experience? Versus the default that sometimes comes to life. Um, and, and I don't know exactly how to ask that question. We just are trying to have, understand how to help leaders say yes to this work
0: or maybe we flip it and say, why are there perceived barriers to yes and how can we overcome those? And we'll definitely throw that out in the, in the passionatepioneers.com community for people to kind of noodle on, think through and, and talk it through with each other. I think the conversation around this is uh, exactly where I get passionate about because as many people listening in who know me directly, uh, I do not subscribe to the status quo and I do not kiss the ring of orthodoxy whatsoever. So um, <laughs> you and I get along quite well because I'm right there with you. Uh, There is no better time than now to start thinking about your experience, not only for your own team members, providers, but your patients and your guests. So I can't wait to share that with the community and get some feedback and some conversation around it. So thank you for sharing that as well, Sonia. And now it is time to take this podcast home. I do have a fill in the blank for you. I'm a passionate pioneer because?
1: I'm a passionate pioneer because everyone deserves a better healthcare experience.
0: Yes, they do. Absolutely. And I know you guys are driving that on the daily down in San Diego and across our nation with your incredible work at the Experience Lab. Sonia, on behalf of passionate pioneers and the community that is rallying around it, around the world, thank you. Thank you for sharing your truth, your story, and your mission in life with all of us. I've learned so much from you, and I can't wait for the rest of our community to do the same. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Mike, and thank you for shining a light on all that's good in healthcare.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.